Tuesday. Welcome back to Naturally New York. I am so happy you're here listening to another week's episode and I thank you again for all of the good feedback from last week's episode. Callie is truly amazing and was a perfect guest to have on and we actually have another guest on this week. I know Pride Month is over and um, I thank you all again for all of the love and support with all of the open conversation that I feel I've been able to have in this space and with all of you and um, this week we have another queer artist and I know Pride's over but there was only two episodes of Pride so we just had to have one more (laughs) and um, yeah I mean we, we talk a little bit more about the complicated definitions and challenges of calling yourself queer, etc., um, which you will hear towards the end of the episode. But, uh, yeah, I have on my good friend from, gosh, I've known her since, like, kindergarten um, on this week, my friend Melanie Mel, and she's a friend of Sarah and I that we did reference on that episode, but I've known Mel for much longer. Anyway, it's it's a great episode, episode and I'm excited for you to hear my conversation with her and what she has to say. Um, about all the fields that she works in. And yeah, but first I'll do a little bit of a catch-up chat with Nat. (laughs) A little bit of a catch-up chat with Nat. I didn't really talk a ton last week just because Callie and I had talked so much. And also I was still pretty new to living here. But yeah, I I wanted to do a little bit more of a catch-up because we did have our opening weekend this last weekend when I'm recording. And It went really well and it was very exciting and there's just been so much going on over here in case you forgot or if you're a new listener hi i'm natalie aris i'm a musical theater bfa trained performer and this summer i am acting in a renaissance festival and yeah it's been going well it's definitely been um a lot of adapting especially with the like living situations but Um, that really is just because we're kind of living in the woods ish. I mean, obviously we have rooms and, you know, utilities and everything, but we are pretty much in the woods. And, um, so that means cell signal hasn't been great and stuff like that. It's also been, you know, difficult. Obviously the teacher, my girlfriend and I are still in a pretty new relationship four months now, which yay, we hit four months, (laughs) um, but it's still pretty new. And so, you know, we want to keep the the spark alive and be able to talk and it can be difficult but we have been making it work she is on a trip right now where actually she is less around than I am to talk but it's okay because as soon as she gets back from her trip I am planning to take a trip back to the city for a few days and see her and then bring her up here which will be very fun which we'll talk more about later I guess Um, I'm very excited to talk about that maybe maybe I'll even record with her again Um, let me know how y'all felt about her being on that that was my pride episode not the last episode with Callie but the one before it she talked a little bit she was listening the whole time I was recording um and she did say she was excited for this week's episode because she's missing my voice so my my whole point of podcasting is just for my girlfriend to hear my voice um no I'm just kidding anyway opening went really well um I didn't really know what to expect we had prepped as much as we could but we knew it would all be so different once we had an audience. So having that extra layer of the audience was really great. It was getting to the point where we we knew we had really funny jokes, but 
we weren't quite sure anymore. We were second guessing because we had all heard them so many times that we were like, is this funny? And how's this going to land? How's it going to read? Are people going to think it's funny? And they did, which was good. All of our jokes that were intended to be funny did land and people did laugh. So that's always fun. And sometimes some of the ones that we didn't even realize were funny um, got laughs, which is also always fun. And I, you know, found more about my character it's been really fun. Um, a lot of freedom with coming up with our own character choices more so than I'm usually used to, which has been really fun. And yeah, I'm really excited because this weekend, my three of my best friends from middle school are coming. So Julie, who I've talked about before, Allie, who I've was visiting in St. Louis, Deanne, who I've also talked about, and Steph, who's my friend who's a tennis player I might have mentioned. Yeah, so they're all coming, and it's going to be so much fun. They're coming up Saturday night, and they're staying through Monday night, or I guess Tuesday night, and um, it's going to be really fun because after the shows on Sunday, so we show, the shows are just over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and so then Sunday I'm going to drive with them to the Airbnb that we got, and it's like in a beautiful part of upstate New York, Skinny Alice, the area is called. And um, I'm really excited. My one friend who goes to Syracuse told me it's like the Hamptons of upstate. <laughs> so we'll see how that, how true that is, but I believe it. I heard it's really nice. And um, people like around here where I'm working have like said, oh yeah, it's beautiful there. So I'm very excited. Hopefully the weather's good, knock on wood. We were lucky last weekend. The weather was nice. Um, so hopefully that rings true this weekend. And I'm just really excited for my friends to see it. I have a few people coming um, a few weekends in a row. So my friends are coming this weekend. Then my family is the next. And then my, my girlfriend and maybe a couple more of my friends are coming after that. But my friends this weekend are going to be the, you know, the first of the bunch of people I know and love that are coming. So I'm excited for their reactions. I'm excited to see them I have I've been hanging with these you know same 15 20 people for the last month <laughs> so it'll be nice to well I won't be going home yet it'll feel like a touch of home is coming with me and I also haven't gone on like a trip like this with my friends before since we've been like proper adults you know I, I keep saying it's like we're like the Real Housewives, <laughs> Real Housewives. I used to watch like Real Housewives of New York and stuff and they would go on these like trips or they would like go on a girls weekend to the Hamptons and like, you know, just all fuck around and hang out in the Hamptons and whatever, have so much fun. Well, they would normally have drama, but I'm excited. I think we're going to have so much fun that uh, the house we got is really nice and I'm so excited. I'm just... I'm just so excited to see them and for them to see all the hard work I've done and see my costume, uh, take pictures, just do all the things. It's it's going to be a blast. And yeah, but I have been having fun. I was worried that the performance days are long days. We go from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I was afraid like I was going to be miserable and hate it maybe. But no, I had so much fun. I loved it. Honestly, like there's just so much jam-packed going on that it like flew by my afternoon. It was so fun. And again, I still plan to do a full episode um, talking about my experience here. I'm thinking I probably should wait till I'm done here so I can give the full rundown on my full experience. Um, so that won't be coming for like at least another month, month and a half. 
but something to look forward to. I also plan to interview some of the people who live here, um, other actors with me, because they live in New York too. And they're all really amazing. Some of them have lived in the city for like 10 years, you know, they're in their mid thirties or whatever. And they all have these amazing different stories to share. Everyone is so funny. Everyone's just hilarious and inspiring and lovely to work with and be friends with. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. That's kind of a catch up. Things are going well. I've been able to like talk to my mom and my friends. Like I said, um, I had to pay to get this AT&T line because my line with Sprint or T-Mobile or whatever wasn't working very well, but that's okay. And yeah, anyway, I'm just, it's good vibes over here and I love you all and enjoy Mel. She's the best and yeah, (laughs) here's Mel. All right, and we're here with Mel. Hello. Yes. Okay, Mel, want to give like a little intro about yourself? I already said, again, we went to high school together, besties with Sarah. Absolutely. Uh, but give your whole spiel. Sure. So um, as Natalie said, we are high school friends. You might have heard my name thrown around in the episode with Sarah because <laughs> the three of us all did theater together and we're really close. And then post high school, I went to Tulane and I did a dual degree, so I did a BFA in musical theater, and I also did a BA in communication, and I kind of ended up going the more traditional business route, and now I work for a marketing agency. I have a totally remote job, which is really nice, and I live in Manhattan. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And I guess, like, since you also just graduated and are living in New York, how, like, has that transition been for you, like, from college campus? I mean, you also yeah. went to, like, a fun big school, like we all did. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, like, Tulane's in New Orleans, if you don't yeah. know, which is obviously a, a yeah, city. Yeah, it's a city, yeah. And it's not a New York city. It's not, yeah. like, you walk everywhere. It's, like, crazy everywhere. But there's certain areas that definitely have, like, crazy chaotic energy the way New York does. So it wasn't, like, so hard. Also, because, you know, growing up here, too, it's, mm-hmm. like, we were so exposed to New York. I yeah. went here, like, so many weekends and, like, weeknights, and yeah. I feel like I spent so much time that it wasn't a yeah. shock, mm-hmm. but I'm, like, so happy to finally be here. Like, I feel like you're on the same page as me. We've always yes. just, like, been ready for our time in yeah. New York, so uh-huh. it's been a great transition. I have so many friends here. Yeah. I live with one of my best friends from college, Yeah. so it's made everything just so smooth and great, like, it's different, but, you know, yeah, it's been amazing. Were you afraid? Because I, I forget if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I kind of, yeah, growing up always was like, I want to live in New York, whatever. But I, like, had a slight fear that, like, maybe I won't actually like living here. And now it's been, you know, almost a year. I'm like, okay, I do love living here. Did you kind of, like, go through a similar thing? Or did you, like, know you would love it here? So I never thought I would, like, hate New York. Uh-huh. Um but leaving New Orleans was actually really hard. Yeah. I really thought about staying. I still sometimes think, like, you know. Yeah. You go back pretty maybe, often, like. Yeah, so I really like to visit New Orleans a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Since my job's remote, I can kind of work anywhere. And whenever I can get a cheap flight, I have so many friends that are still there in grad school, mm-hmm. living there post-grad, so I go. Sometimes I think, you know, maybe I'll just go for a little, but mm-hmm. I feel like it would be so hard to just, like, move to a city knowing I'm going to come back. Like, so much stuff's just schlep. And, yeah, like, and you want to make all your connections here. If you know you're Exactly. It's, like, this is, like, where I plan to end up, so yeah. I don't want to, like, jeopardize that by leaving. But, yeah, New Orleans, like, has a place in my heart for sure. Yeah. 
do think you'd want to, I mean, this is down the line, but, like, live in the city forever or, like, live in a town like we grew up, like, a suburb outside the city? Oh, God. I can't think that far in the future. (laughs) Um, Because you heard Sarah was like, I know what I want. But, I I mean, I don't truly know my answer to that either. I'm 50-50. Sarah's had her life figured out for so long, which is, like, so I so admire that. I think Mm -hmm. it's awesome. I think it's, like, Mm -hmm. so stable, like, being on that path. I kind of kind of just want to, you know, see, like, who I end up with, where they're from, wherever life takes me. I'm kind of open to it. I think it would be hard to leave New York just because my family's all here, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And you mentioned you live with one of your best friends from college. How has, like, that been with all of this? Is it, like, is she from the area? I forget. She's from, like, Maryland, outside D.C. area. Okay. So is it, like... Is it does it make your life feel a little bit like more like college? Do you think it helped you with that transition, or do you think it like holds you back at all, or do you think it's good? Like what? Yeah. What's your take on that? Um, I think it definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Also, we um we have a lot of friends from college in the city, but it's not everyone. Like we have so many friends that are still in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and like I have some other friends that are all over the place. We have a friend in Chicago. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So it's like. Because I'm not just, like, sticking with that college bubble, it's really nice because she's, like, kind of, like, a piece of home, like, someone that I'm so comfortable with, like, a built-in best friend. Mm -hmm. And we have some other, like, really, really close friends here, but then, like, we've made a lot of new friends. I've gotten to really reconnect with high school people. So it's really nice, like, having that to come home to, but not making it my entire life. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, like, you literally just talked about balancing all your yeah. friends and like I'm mm-hmm. so not the type of person to like want to only hang out with the same people yeah. all the time yeah. and it's like you know she's met some of my other friends mm-hmm. I've met some of her other friends and yeah. it's just like it makes it easy kind of just like knowing people from different walks of life yeah I agree I think it's nice especially I mean if you just have one roommate that's easy I feel like if you have like four roommates and you're all like intermingling all of your friend groups and whatever like that could get complicated but. yeah or if it's like four people from like your college sorority it might mm-hmm. be really hard to branch out yeah true very true. Yeah. So you live in Murray Hill. I do. How do we like that? <laughs> so. And do you think you want to stay there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just renew my lease, okay. so I will be there oh, another mazel. year. Thank you. Um, did your rent out, go up? Um, not as much as I expected it to. Oh, it went up a totally fair amount. Yeah. Considering that I've, you know, I've been hearing from people who are, the rent went up like a thousand plus dollars and it's yeah. crazy. And I'm like, that I can't yeah. handle. But How ours, much did yours go up? Um, 200 total. So a oh, hundred yeah. bucks each oh, per yeah. month. So it's That's really doable. not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for us, it just felt worth it because moving's expensive. Mm-hmm. We love our building. So Murray Hill. Yeah. I, I like living in Murray Hill. Um, in case mm-hmm. you're, you're not familiar with yes. it, Murray Hill has... A reputation. <laughs> it's fratty. It's young. Yeah. It's college in the city, basically. Yeah. Um, and more Jews, I feel like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like, it's like the Jewish frat, yeah. you know, like <laughs> Tulane, Michigan, mm. Syracuse energy. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say that's not true, mm-hmm. but I think, like, at least, like, in my building, I, I don't live in, like, one of the huge ones that, like, so many people I know mm-hmm. or, you know, friends of friends live in. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like I've still met a lot of cool people. I like just being, like, midtown. I like yeah. being on the east side. Like, yeah. I just think the location's awesome. There's some bars, you know, you go to and it feels like college. Yeah. So, like, there's definitely places there where I'm, like, maybe not my thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, like, a lot of fun spots, good restaurants, like, I like living in Murray Hill. I think I would yeah. hate it, you know, if I was, like, 
40. Yeah. But right now, I think yeah. eventually I'll probably, like, I don't know, I could see myself, like, East Village, West Village, if I have enough money right. one day. The dream. <laughs> um, yeah, like, downtown <laughs> I really love, but yeah. at least it's convenient. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, and you're working from home right now, so it's not like... Yeah, it doesn't have to do have to with the commute. You take that into account. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. If I, yeah, I wouldn't live here if I was working, like, in New Jersey or something. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk more about your job in a sec. But sure. first, um, so I want to talk more about your college experience, speaking of college. So you said you had your dual major, and you did get a BFA and MT, but you didn't have to go through the horrible college audition yeah. process that Sarah yeah. and I touched on. So what, like, what was that like for you, like, becoming a BFA in college. Okay, this is a journey. Yeah. And I feel like I've had a, I had a very unique experience yeah, with this exactly. cuz like I grew up, you know, going to a performing arts studio and mm-hmm. just being surrounded by so many people who were like die hard, this is my life, this is my career. I'm doing the audition yeah. process. I'm going to be on Broadway. I'm making it. Mm-hmm. Like so many people I know had that experience mm-hmm. and I was never all in I was like I love this Mm -hmm. I was like I don't want to give it up so like maybe I'll you know keep it in my life Mm -hmm. and end of senior year approaches um I had to pick a college to go to and I kind of had like this breakdown where I was like do I want to just say can I curse yeah (laughs) I just want to say like fuck it yeah should I just take a gap year audition and do it yeah but then you know taking a gap year just didn't really feel like something I wanted to do I was really back and forth because it was really hard to give up because I love it, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did it my whole life. And so then I was touring Tulane after mm-hmm. I had been accepted. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know much about musical theater there. I kind of mm-hmm. just wanted to feel it out. Yeah. And then I ended up at this like lunch table with a couple students and professors. Um, and I learned all about the musical theater program. You basically audition when you're there, which mm-hmm. is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any other schools that do that. Yeah. But it's very manageable to do a dual degree, study other things. So I actually had two majors and a minor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to just kind of keep it in my life without committing. And I feel like for someone like me, where I've like always had one foot out the door, mm-hmm. that was such a good option. Because I could keep it in my life. If I want to work, you know, on the administrative side, having mm-hmm. a BFA definitely doesn't hurt. Yeah. But like... I feel like when you're, you know, you're you're going into that world, you have to be all in. You have yeah, to be committed. You do. And I've never been that. So to me, it just, like, didn't make sense to do the audition process. Yeah. But um, I've definitely been back and forth. And I still think about it all the time. You yeah. know, it was really hard to give up. Yeah. But I think you you have to be so committed. Yeah. And I've never been that way. Yeah. That's true. And that's, like notable and like brave of you to recognize like yeah. it's it really is like as someone who's trying to do it mm-hmm. like it really takes a toll and like yeah like you it's not something that you can just stumble into and like try like not saying a business career is but a little bit you know easier to send out an it's, it's easier to get, a, get job. a job yeah yeah um like auditioning is like a full-time job and then you also have to do all the other stuff yeah um not I think you would be capable of doing that but I understand what you're saying like it's like you have other passions. And like mm-hmm. I say, my professors were always like, if you can do anything else, do it. And I was like, I hate that. But like, I understand why you're saying it. But I feel like they should say if you're passionate about something else, do that. Yeah. Because well. I always liked doing marketing. <laughs> yeah. I, I've always liked like 
creative writing. I, I yeah. needed to do something creative in my life. And yeah. a lot of my job I know. is I think brainstorming, it's a good writing. Yeah. It works. Um, I, to- I like it. But yeah, it's yeah. like I so admire the people who can just be fully committed. Yeah. And, you know, if, you- if you're a listener and you're like yeah. me and you're not all mm-hmm. in. You can uh, keep it in your life. Try to keep yeah. it in your life in some way. But like yeah. you yeah. can't. You yeah. have to be like eat, yeah. sleep, breathe. Yeah theater yeah well I feel like even like having like a friend like me or whoever who like in your life is like doing it you can like live through and like I can like live through you sometimes you know what I mean like it's like yeah it's kind of nice I love to support um, your creative I get so excited when my friends in the performing arts book jobs like because I know how hard it is to get one singular job so it's it's so cool for me to see my friends finding success yeah and that's probably really nice for them and I know for me like a lot of my friends don't get it or like when I was dating like people I would date like wouldn't get it and yeah. they would be like oh like you're an actor but you're working at Equinox I'm like well yes but <laughs> that's part of being <laughs> an actor it's part of it um but wait before we leave that yeah. I want to know like so when did you audition at school for the program okay so how it works at Tulane is so there's this class that you have to audition for called musical theater workshop okay um every semester you audition and you work on all kinds of different things so you'll just work on different songs you'll have different projects you know Mm -hmm. you do the whole song as a monologue it's different every single semester and then there's usually some kind of performance at the end whether it's a full-scale musical Mm -hmm. or like a little cabaret kind of thing and so you have to audition for that first right off the bat and then you Mm -hmm. meet kind of the people in charge of the program and you're able to you know see if it's something that works for you you know if you don't get into the class you probably shouldn't audition for the major um so that's how you kind of get a feel for it and then Mm -hmm. you audition at the end of your first semester sophomore year yeah um so you basically once you're kind of on that path and you know that like you're getting enough positive feedback where you know I think like my professors would have been like don't audition for the major yeah and don't like waste all your time on these classes if it wasn't um gonna go in my favor but of course it was really nerve-wracking I had to like I think sing five songs do a monologue do a dance something like that yeah um so it was, yeah it was a whole thing but I think that like knowing the people I was auditioning for and having worked with them was really comforting yeah yeah um but it's really weird I don't know any school that does it like that yeah I I think um Northwestern has you audition once you're there which is why I didn't apply to that school because it's like risky you're like scary if I'm going here for theater and I'm not sure if I'll get into the theater program like yeah why would I go like it is risky no I I rolled up to like the auditions for those classes terrified yeah and I was I took it way more seriously than it is like you know I came with like my binder my headshot my resume like my whole thing and some people Mm -hmm. were just in like jeans yeah and then I had like my Leducas you know I was so scared and then it ended up just being a little bit more friendly and chill of an environment than I expected but I had no idea yeah I was like I'm gonna treat it like a college audition oh yeah I mean it's better to be over prepared than under yeah any case but it it was pretty chill it's not the most intensive program at all so is it like do you feel like you got close with your theater cohort or like was it not the same people every time? How did that work? Yeah, so um, everyone that was a major, you basically have to take that class that mm-hmm. I was describing every semester. So you really bond because there's a lot of outside rehearsal too. Mm-hmm. You're doing shows together. Um, and because 
just, you know, you're in the same classes. You really mm-hmm. bond with the other people in the program. And then there's some people at Tulane who don't major in musical theater, but just take the class for fun because yeah. they like to do shows. Yeah. So um, it's usually, you know, there's people in and out, but it's usually a lot of the same people. And I definitely was able to bond with a lot of people. But then yeah. again, it's really small. Yeah. Um. So there's only so many people to bond with. Yeah. It's not any, I don't think it was really anyone's like core friend group. It was kind of just other friends and people to get close to. Yeah. Yeah. And you were in a sorority too. I was. Like, what what was that like (laughs) okay um so greek life at tulane isn't um the way it is at certain schools you don't live in the house Mm -hmm. it's a lot more laid back so it's Mm -hmm. not like your entire life so i had a lot of friends in all different sororities Mm -hmm. and i really liked my sorority because the events were fun i did Mm -hmm. make new friends my big and my little are like still two of my closest friends to this day so it was really awesome. I, I don't want to be like, I love and support Greek life. Yeah. Um, I think it's a problematic <laughs> I know it's, system. It's touchy, but it's nice like when you, yeah. like, I did meet people there, I'll acknowledge that. I think but. I would have been 100% fine not yeah. being in Greek life, especially mm-hmm. at Tulane where it's not your entire social life. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I met some yeah. cool people, but it's definitely not a defining part of college for me. Yeah. Did you feel like there was overlap with that and your theater friends or not really no. at all? Yeah. I would sometimes bring theater friends to my day parties and things yeah. like that. So they all, like, all my friends had met each other, but... Yeah. Yeah, there was no one else who did theater in my sorority. I was kind of yeah. lone wolf. I always won the superlatives that yeah. were, like, American <laughs> Idol and things yeah, like that. Because yeah. just no one, no one did yeah. that. Yeah, T. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so more into your job now. Yeah. So, like, how did you go about getting it? Tell us about it, et cetera. Sure. Um, I really lucked out because it was a COVID internship mm-hmm. turned into, like, summer internship, kind of last-minute thing. I had, like, lost a different one. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, just everything was so weird, like, right when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to just kind of last-minute mm-hmm. get this opportunity. So this was, like, through a connection. Yeah. Okay. Um, through a connection. It wasn't um, something that I, like really Mm -hmm. had to seek out which was Mm -hmm. so lucky and Mm -hmm. I kind of you know I thought it would just be like oh something for the summer to get experience but I ended up really loving the people that I work with the Mm -hmm. clients that I work with um I work for a marketing agency I think I said that but to reiterate um and so yeah it ended up going really well over that summer I liked it I got really in the weeds with a lot of the work so throughout the school year I was like I kind of want to stay and do part-time work Mm. with them just because I felt like there were so many projects I was involved in and I wanted to stay there. Yeah. So then I was interning throughout my senior year, school year, remote Mm. from New Orleans, just part-time, taking on little projects. Mm -hmm. And then that spring, I think, um, I was given a full-time offer and it was a a great opportunity and I loved what I did. So I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm going to stick around with it. Yeah. And it's been going really well. I've almost been full-time for a year now in early July it'll be that so yeah haven't hated it yet (laughs) so that's good yeah do you feel like like run us through like your day-to-day I feel like I always like see your snapchat like (laughs) my puns editing something yeah like a pun like which is so fun because yeah you know I minored in marketing too oh and I like I took an advertising creative class or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is, like, such a, like, combination of, like, my artistic side and my, like, business side. Exactly. Um, do you f- – so, yeah, just just tell us about your day Yeah, no, that's a perfect way to put it. Like, I get to find a lot of areas to be creative in my job, which is so important to me. Obviously, being a theater person, I love writing, so I do – 
marketing, basically email marketing and social media marketing, both organic social media, so just the feed posts you see on Instagram and stuff like that. And I also do social media ads. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've gotten really familiar with Facebook ads lately, Facebook and Instagram, which is, you know, a huge, like, moneymaker. I'm sure, like, everyone, you've bought something from an Instagram ad before. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of what I do is strategy, um, which includes, like, budget and, you know, what, who we want to target with different ads, but then a lot of it is the creative side. So coming up with, like, campaign ideas, writing the email copy, writing the ad copy and social media and just coming up with TikTok stuff so it's really it really varies but it's fun because I feel like I get to be you know a little business-minded strategic a little mathy and then I can kind of just come up with weird crazy ideas and see what happens (laughs) so do you feel like do you feel like you are pretty I don't know I'm trying to do you have like creative freedom like do you feel like or you have to like run things by people all the time or like how does that work yeah um so Of course, everything is, you know, going to be seen by another set of eyes just because I think when you're writing anything, when you're working in any career, someone's going to review everything. But Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to ideas, I do get a lot of creative freedom, which is really fun. Sometimes, like, you know, clients will have ideas and suggestions, but sometimes I'll just be like, here are a bunch of ideas for this month. Yeah. And, you know, they can change whatever they want. They can add whatever they want. But a lot of the time I can kind of just get yeah. creative and think of random things and you know if they don't yeah. like it n- totally not offended yeah <laughs> but it's fun yeah no one's really telling me exactly what to do but then people of course are gonna approve and edit and do whatever they need to do with yeah. my work that's so fun is it like scary ever like vulnerable like making up these silly things and you're like <laughs> what will they think I feel like I would be like so insecure but I guess maybe you get to a point where you like feel yeah I feel really close to my team so even sometimes when I think of like copy that might be like a little risque or weird I'll just um like we use slack at my company I'll just slack it Mm -hmm. to like my boss or someone on my team and just be like is this too much or I'll be like yeah I'll just be like listen to uh, like I I will make fun of myself all the time like sometimes my puns are ridiculous yeah and you know I'm I never mind running it by someone above me because everyone's really friendly and open and we've all had you know good ideas and bad ideas yeah part of the job yeah that's so fun. Have you ever watched Mad Men? No, but someone was just telling me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, because it's, I mean, you saying the word copy, like, really? <laughs> they like It's like, I watched it while I took that advertising class yeah. because, like, that's what it is. Like, it's like, ad, I mean, is there a big difference between marketing and advertising? I'm confused. Um, I guess, like, I guess is advertising just a specific part of marketing, you feel like? Basically, yeah. I, like, honestly, like, like... you do advertising? I guess, yeah, yeah, I do because I, I do, like, my company, there's people who do advertising on Google and Amazon yeah. and stuff, which isn't something I really touch, but, like, mm-hmm. um, anything paid is advertising. Yeah. You know, marketing can be told can you cannot put a cent behind it and like get the word out about your product advertising is like you are paying platforms to show your product to other people but marketing like you can have this organic reach yeah and i kind of do a mix of both yeah but i just call it marketing yeah no yeah (laughs) i mean i feel like marketing yeah is like the umbrella term and advertising would be like because i think that advertising class i took for example was like marketing yeah. 500 or Well, whatever, also, like, you know? commercials are advertisements. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different t- magazine ads. Like, yeah. advertising, ha- yeah, there's a lot of different things that, like, a marketing agency would never touch. But then yeah. there's that overlap. Basically, I, I do digital things into yeah. that. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How has, like, TikTok, like, impacted, like, oh your God. career and, like, all those things? Like, it's just talk about TikTok. Crazy. Also, you like, you do, your, like, your own personal TikToks that I love. Oh, my too. God. <laughs> I, have, I have a private account where yeah. I just make silly little ones for the fun of it. But um, I do run my agency's TikTok account, if you want to follow it. It's at Pirate Labs Agency on TikTok. Yes. Um, and I make funny marketing TikToks. Well, I, I feel weird calling down. myself funny, but they're pretty funny. Yes. Um, I make marketing TikToks. They're jokes and, you know, little <laughs> things about the marketing world. Yeah. So that's really fun. But um, TikTok in the world of, you know, marketing. So I work with e-commerce brands. Yeah. So TikTok is a huge platform for yeah. that. It's crazy because it's everything now. Like TikTok got the most in 2021 it got the most website traffic of anything and it used to be like google for years oh my god and now people are on tiktok more than they're on google that's crazy which is like that's the spread of information these days which is no clue nuts but um it's hard because so much of tiktok is like in the moment Mm -hmm. and with my clients i can't i can't like make them a tiktok from my bedroom so i have to kind of like collaborate with them on ideas and stuff like it's hard for me to make TikToks for people. So that's been a big struggle because we have clients being like, I really want to grow on TikTok. And I'm like, I can help you with ideas and yeah. stuff. But if you send me video clips, I can make stuff. But it's like, you know, not being in person has really made that difficult. Yeah. But TikTok is just the future. It's it's the it social media platform right now. Like, yeah. that's how brands are getting discovered, especially, like, our generation, Gen Z, millennials. Like, yeah. it's crazy. It's everything right now. And it's hard being remote and having to, you know, try to help people with their TikToks. Yeah, true. Yeah, how does that work? Like, are you just, like, trying to explain it to them? Yeah, I'll send examples. Yeah. Um, sometimes if I, like, hop on a call, it's a lot easier because I can play them the audio and be like, this is what you do. I can kind of <laughs> show my face. Um, yeah. I've sent example videos before. I've literally like put yeah. my acting to yes, <laughs> literally to use, use that BFA girl. exactly. I'll like, take a <laughs> video of myself talking, and then I'll be like, "Do this." Yeah. So you kind of you figure it out. You make it work, and I think you know the more people start doing it, the more comfortable that they get. Yeah. So it's not too bad. Yeah. T. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you, so I guess your job is creative and we kind of talked about this already, but Mm -hmm. do you have like any other ways that like you get like your fill of the arts or like you find like the arts? Yeah. Um, it's hard because I'm not performing right now. Mm -hmm. It would be awesome to find an opportunity to perform. Yeah. I know you and Sarah, she was talking about that too. um, But it's weird because Mm -hmm. I'm in New York. Yeah. And yeah there's all you know these are all the gigs for professional actors you know if there is community theater I just really don't know what I'd be signing myself up for maybe I'll give it a shot yeah but um I like to go to dance classes at Broadway Dance Center Mm -hmm. it's hard because a lot of them are during the day but like sometimes after work on the weekends um that's always a great creative outlet I love to tap yeah I'm actually gonna start voice lessons with Sarah Oh my gosh! Like, she's why not? gonna teach you. Yes. I love that. I was like, I kind of want to get back into singing, yeah. and I don't need something super professional or consistent. Mm. I mean, she is a professional. Like, yeah. I didn't mean. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mean that at all. But just because you're friends. Yeah. It's like, it's, just yeah, yeah. I don't need like a Broadway vocal coach yeah. in New York. Yeah. That's and they're crazy so expensive. expensive. Yeah. You know, I can go to my friend, and of course, I'm gonna pay her, but she's giving me a very fair rate, and it'll be fun to get to hang out with her maybe every other week, sing so. That's going to be really fun. And then there's just so much art to explore in New York. 
Yeah. So I love going to Broadway shows. Yes. I love Today Ticks, lotteries, for, yeah. <laughs> whatever I can get my hands on for, you know, mm. not too much money. I love yeah. going to concerts. I love yeah. going to comedy shows. I feel yes. like since I moved here, I've, like, really been going to more ex- arts experiences. Yeah. There's just so much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I kind of just try to, you know, on my weeknights mm-hmm. and weekends just explore and absorb the art if I can't be performing it. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite comedy place you've been to? Uh, I mean, I love the Comedy Cellar. There's always just... I've discovered comedians on there that I, like, listen to their podcasts and stuff Yeah. Like, sometimes someone will come on and I'll be like, this guy is so funny. Yeah. Like, the people there are legit. They're really good. they're so legit. Like, Ali Colbert, do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. I listen to her podcast. Yeah, she she performs. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right word. I saw her there, She does stand up Mm -hmm. there a lot. Yeah, yeah, I saw her there. Um, I guess, speaking of her, we can talk about queerness sure. now i think happy this pride episode's month. gonna come out yeah during pride month um so happy pride so you are queer i would say feel, yes i um, don't know <laughs> i don't have a word for it yeah and i, I feel, feel like, like that's a good umbrella term though yeah yeah i just think like yeah there's no i don't have a word to describe what i am but i feel like a lot of people are in this boat yeah because like I guess I would couldn't call myself straight. Like, I don't... I feel like mm-hmm. bi is, like, a little unfair of a term because I mostly, like, I date men. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I'm attracted to women. Like, I yeah. think girls are beautiful, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So it's, like, <laughs> I'm kind of just, like, I don't know if pan... I don't know yeah. what the word is, but I'm just kind of, yeah. like, open to anything, yeah. open for any experience. Like, yeah, I feel that, yeah. Yeah, like, I'll just never, like, It's hard say to, no. like, define I'll, it with a word. Exactly. That's like, why I like saying queer. It's just, like... Yeah. I don't know. I've never, things. like, called myself queer, but I t- totally... It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, like, it's there's so many terms. Yeah. And I don't I don't like I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm just kind of up for whatever. Yeah. Do you feel like cuz I'm still like grappling and trying to figure this out for myself. Do yeah. you feel like growing up in a town like we did like might have like made you feel like you should repress parts of that? 100%. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. literally <laughs> remember in like middle school I thought a girl in my class was really hot mm-hmm. and I immediately was like don't be gay, don't be gay, don't be gay. Yeah. Like, in my brain, like, I was like, yeah. shut it down. Ugh, um, it and then I think going to college, <laughs> literally, <laughs> I think going to college, I was able to just be more open-minded about that stuff. Yeah. And, like, I've never, like, had, like, even a fling or a relationship mm-hmm. or anything with the women, but um, I will never rule that out. Yeah. yeah. I was just, like, you know, the right person could be anyone. Mm-hmm. I agree. Women, man, non-binary, trans, whatever it is. Yes. And I think, like, it's so weird being in a society where it's, like, straight and gay. Obviously, it's not that way. There's the whole LGBTQIA plus spectrum, but I feel like... A lot of people still see it Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are probably in my boat where it's, like, I'm not straight, I'm not bi, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I feel like bi is just, like the easiest and it's like it's hard because these labels we put on are like for the sake of other people like I want to like explain myself to other people so I'm like I'm bi question mark I'm queer like I don't know I don't have an answer yeah I have no idea it's hard I don't want to like pick something I just kind of want to live my life exactly see who I end up with see who I date Uh, I know and it's like I was talking to a friend recently about like the concept of coming out and she was like 
you don't like have to come out like you can just like live your life yeah like, straight people don't have to come out yeah like, I, I feel like this is my coming out right now yeah. but I'm like I'm not yeah yeah no I mean I don't know yeah it's just like yeah I feel like that's how it should be and I feel yeah. like it's really nice like I feel like the younger generation maybe this is thanks to TikTok is like so much more open well this is the normal thing yeah I feel like what we're saying right now is yeah. so normalized yeah, people are is. just like oh I'm I'm gonna like, wasn't we hook up with school. a girl yeah and it's no big deal yeah. but like if I hook up with a girl you know it's like mm-hmm. oh she's bi or whatever mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like I surround myself with really inclusive people but I think that's like what's been embedded in my brain yeah. I feel like I'm not talking about society as a whole I'm talking about like what I've yeah. been exposed to up until recently yeah well yeah exactly I feel like it's more of a recent thing like I think when we were in high school it wasn't like like, not this conversation chill. wouldn't be, like, the same not or chill. as normal as it no, would be No, we're going to make it into group chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, no, like, oh, yeah, in high school, everyone would be like, oh, my God, Natalie and Melanie are in love. Like, you Literally. know, like, it just, like, would be a whole thing, and it'd be, I mean, it's still scary now, but I think much yeah. less, and also much less living in New York City, which is, like, right. so liberal and lot more accepting than a lot of other states that are very scary right now yeah especially for queer communities and you know BIPOC and everyone um yeah but I think coming out is always a lot more scary for the person coming out than everyone like they always think it's gonna be worse like I have um a family member Mm -hmm. who came out to me this was a while ago Mm -hmm. still in a same-sex relationship and like when they came out to me, they were really scared. Yeah. They were almost like, do you have any questions? Like, yeah. they were, like, shaking. And I was, like, oh, yeah. I was kind of just, like, like, what? I was, like, yeah. oh. Like, I, I didn't see them differently. I didn't think of them differently. But I think, yeah. like, they had this whole built-up thing in their head. And yeah. I, I literally, like, they could have just been, like, they could have just told me, like, I ate a pancake and it wouldn't have made a difference to me. I'm, like, it, yeah, it changes exactly. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it's interesting, like, I have a friend who came out recently to their younger brother who's, like, very Gen Z, and they were, like, so chill about it. They were, like, okay. They were, like, okay, cool, like, date a girl. Like, I don't, like, I, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> doesn't no. really make a difference to me. Doesn't phase me at all. So, yeah, I feel like, like the only way. Like, as long way, as you're happy, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like the only way it impacts other people is by, like, okay, now I won't ask you how the boys are, you know? Like, I'll say, how's your love life? Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Yeah. Even the other day, I was like, I not the other day. This was like weeks ago. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like dating. I was. I went through this huge dating rut, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't feel like dating boys anymore. And my friends yeah. were like, Do you want to date girls? I was like, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I totally didn't even mean it like that, but I was like, Yeah, that sounds more appealing right now. Yeah. Ten out of ten would recommend. To a yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, that's great. Uh, I think that's a great note to leave on for this sure. one. Um, do you want to plug yourself, your Instagram? You already said your company. Yeah, my TikTok, company's and I'll TikTok. leave it in the show notes, too. Um, I mean, you could follow me on Instagram if you want. Not not an influencer <laughs> of sorts or anything, but it's mel.albert. Yes. That's about it. Yeah, queen. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Mel. Thanks for so having fun. me. And I know you all will love this episode, and thank you for being so open and sharing with everyone i'm sure you helped at least one person so i hope someone out there can relate (laughs) yes yes okay bye thank you so much for listening and giving mel and i this space i hope you enjoyed this week's episode and as always be sure to rate and review naturally new york give it five stars obviously 
and subscribe, follow all the things. You can follow my Instagram or the podcast Instagram at NNY podcast on Instagram. And you can email any sponsorship inquiries, anything at NNY at, sorry, at NNY podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow my Instagram too, which is just at Natalie Aris, N-A-T-A-L-I-E-A-R-I-S. You can see some pictures. I'll be posting of me at my gig um, pretty soon, hoping my friends will take some. And we did have a lot of professional photographers here this last weekend, so that's cool too. Um, so some of those, I've already put one on my story and people were reacting to it. They loved it. Um, so it's very fun, the costumes. I wear a corset all day long, which is quite interesting. And it's it's honestly not horrible. Um, going to the bathroom is the most difficult thing, but maybe I'll talk about that on my, my deep dive episode. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your summer and lives and everything out. Don't worry, there's still going to be an episode in two weeks, but yeah, I love you all and I appreciate you and bye.